Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the Jets-Eagles pregame report. So for that, we bring in our friend who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a website he co-founded, the leader of the Sableholics, and also good friend to the unofficial mayor of Garfield, New Jersey, Wayne Krabet, Mr. Robbie Sable. Robbie, this is actually true for anybody that hasn't been to Garfield. If you drive into Garfield, there is a sign that says, Welcome to Garfield, home of Wayne Corbett. I'm not making that up. If you could make it in Garfield, you'll make it anywhere. I mean, that's, <laughs> uh, there's no true words have been spoken. And and legend has it, Sinatra recently wrote it like that. Um but I can't verify it. <laughs> we'll have to ask Wayne Corbett about that one. As the unofficial mayor of Garfield, he would know all things Garfield. And as the unofficial mayor of Garfield, he has the distinction of having played through a lot of concussions before we really knew what was going on with concussions and all of that. Nowadays, the league, of course, a lot more careful about the way that teams proceed after these concussions. And as such, DJ Reed. Pro Bowl caliber corner for the Jets did not clear concussion protocol for the second straight week, so he will not play in this game, nor will Brandon Eccles or Justin Hardy, and unfortunately, Justin Hardy is going to be out for a while, four to six weeks, 
Both he and Eccles have hamstring injuries, but it looks like the injury to Hardy was more severe than the one to Eccles. So Hardy a loss, although Irv Charles will step in. He played pretty well on special teams last week. The big one here, of course, DJ Reed, because with DJ Reed out, the Eagles with those two receivers that you really need to pay very close attention to, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, who is having an all-pro caliber season. You now have Sauce questionable. I assume he's going to play because he didn't practice Friday with an undisclosed illness, but still up in the air. If he doesn't play, it gets really bad. But as of now, it'll be D.J. Reed out. It'll be Sauce with Bryce Hall. If it's not Sauce, you'll have Bryce Hall and then I'm not even entirely sure who it would be. Maybe Craig James. Maybe they would move Michael Carter to the outside. But if Sauce can't go, then you really have problems because you're already down to your third string corner on the other side of Sauce. So big blow here with DJ Reed not being able to play. Of course, one of the captains, Justin Hardy, not playing. And the backup to DJ Reed, Brandon Eccles, not playing either. If Sauce can't go, they'd have to put Michael Carter on the outside and try to get uh, Tony Adams in the slot, I would assume. That would be the emergency way to go because he does have cornerback experience in college. He can play a little man-to-man. We see them go big nickel at times. I'm surprised they didn't do it last week as often. It was pretty much you know clear-cut. Bryce Hall on the outside, MC2 on the inside, and they went with that uh, nickel three cornerback look. So you know, fingers crossed that sauce is good because uh, you know how I feel about him. He is one of the, if not the most valuable defensive players in the league for his unit. Robbie, the Jets, not the only team with injuries here. Of course, the big news with the Eagles, and we touched on this yesterday when Dan Booney Roach came on to discuss the Eagles and know your foe. Jalen Carter, who has been an absolutely dominating force so far on the interior, on the defensive line for the Eagles, he's out. As of now, he'd be a shoo-in for Defensive Rookie of the Year. And also Darius Slay, their top corner. So the Jets catch a break here. Carter not being in means the Jets might have a better chance to run the ball with Brees Hall. And of course, Carter had a ton of pressures. So that takes a little bit of the heat off of Zach Wilson. And obviously, without their best cornerback, the Eagles, who haven't had a great pass defense this year, become more vulnerable to the pass. So it'll be interesting to see what the Jets do here. But no Slay and no Carter. I mean, it is, um, you know, first of all, watching the tape, just knowing the names doesn't do it justice to see Jalen Carter Jordan Davis, who I think is, you know, the best among the three, and Fletcher Cox all on the inside for one defense. That should be illegal. I mean, that that's insane. And I was secretly hoping, you know, I mentioned it a couple of times at the time, Jordan Davis, that Douglas and Salah were in love with this guy. And maybe they were, but going Garrett Wilson there, no complaints, obviously. But the fact that the Eagles have all three of those guys is crazy. Even if Jalen Carter being out. Um, Jalen Carter being out shouldn't change anything in terms of game plan, honestly. Uh, they're still stacked. They still got to worry about the pass rush. And Slay, too. I mean, the hope is Slay missing will impact things big time, but it first comes down to stopping the pass rush. I mean, I don't care if uh, you know Vance Joseph circa 95 is out there off the street. If they don't stop the pass rush first, it doesn't matter who's playing corner. Vance Joseph, there's a deep cut for those that don't remember Vance Joseph from his playing days and only know him as the defensive coordinator and, of course, former head coach in Denver. But he's not here anymore. Those days are long past. This Jets team has Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed most weeks. As we said, though, this week 
is not going to be one of those weeks. DJ Reed out and Sauce is questionable, which is why the line didn't shift as much as I thought it might when the news of Jalen Carter and Darius Slay being out was announced because Sauce is still up in the air and DJ Reed is missing. So it was six and a half points. Now the line is six points. So it shifted a little bit, but not much. The over-under, 41.5. Robbie, what do you think here? Yeah, 41.5. And you know what? I didn't check the spread uh, today or yesterday, so I'm a bit surprised. It's just six, to be honest. Uh, Knowing how Vegas goes against the Jets smartly you know, to try to win the house. But I I, I would go, gun to my head, I'd go over with that number right now. It it wouldn't be a popular pick, but I think Zach Wilson and the Jets' offense is more than competent enough at this level at this stage of the game where points will come in the second half mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special mother's day deals save big on the season's most beautiful trends for a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Passing props. Jalen Hurts over under 1.5 touchdowns. Zach Wilson over under 0.5 touchdowns. That, of course, is passing touchdowns. Passing yards. Jalen Hurts over under 228.5. Zach Wilson over under 198.5. Pass and rushing yards combined. Jalen Hurts over under 277.5. Zach Wilson over under 213.5. Pass completions. Jalen Hurts over under 19.5. Zach Wilson over under 18.5. Pass attempts. Jalen Hurts over under 29.5. Zach Wilson over under 30.5. Interceptions. Both Hurts and Wilson over under .5. Longest completion. Jalen Hurts over under 37.5. Zach Wilson over under 32.5. Any of those that you like, Robbie? I like the touchdowns over for both Hurts and Wilson. I like the under on attempts for Hurts. Uh, in, a, in a strange way, even though we have concerns about the Jets' run D, I think they match up decently well against this Eagles' rush offense. Jets are high risk, high reward, gap attacking, aggressive. They get burned on counters and draws and anything that's misdirection. Eagles love running their counters. No, make no mistake, but their mentality is straight ahead. Our guys are better than yours. And that is something the Jets love. Like like they play better against that mentality than anything. Uh, The big problem is Hurts scrambling. You know, we saw it with Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Keeping a spy on the quarterback is going to be big time. So I think Hertz will escape a little bit, uh, but I think the Jets' run D might do a decent job against this rush O, and I think there's going to be more passing in this one than people think. Rushing and receiving props, rushing yards, Brees Hall over under 53.5, DeAndre Swift over under 66.5, Dalvin Cook over under 13.5, Jalen Hurts over under 44.5, Kenny Gainwell over under 18.5, Zach Wilson over over under 11.5 receiving yards AJ Brown over under 68.5 Alan Lazard over under 32.5 Brees Hall over under 13.5 I like that one Robbie the Jets are going to use Brees Hall early and often and the Eagles as you heard Dan Booney Roach senior producer for NBC Sports Philadelphia say on the show yesterday during Know Your Foe have weaknesses both in the secondary especially with Darius Slayout 
and in the linebacking core. I think the Jets will take full advantage of that and use Brees Hall in the passing game. So I think he'll go over the 13.5. C.J. Ozama over under 6.5. DeAndre Swift over under 16.5. Dallas Goddard over under 36.5. Devontae Smith over under 52.5. Garrett Wilson over under 52.5. Kenny Gainwell over under 7.5. Michael Carter over under 9.5. And Tyler Conklin over under 27.5. I like Ozama on this one over under 6.5 again. The Eagles have weaknesses in the linebacking core and in the Mm -hmm. secondary, and all it's going to take is one decent catch for Ozama to go over that. Any of those that you like, rushing or receiving, Robbie? I I agree. I like Ozama, too, over any interior Jets weapon. Gibson, if he's healthy, he's questionable. We'll talk about the injuries, but I like Gibson, too. I'd like to see them, even with Slay out, try to put Garrett in the slot as much as possible. Attack that interior of the Eagles' pass defense, safeties, linebackers, like you said. Uh, and everything's going to be quick, really quick. Um, the one I had in mind, I'm forgetting already, uh, was it A.J. Brown? No, I like Goddard. I like Goddard over because Quincy and Mosley are going to be so consumed with the RPOs, with Hurts in the backfield. I like Goddard over. 36.5, that's a home run. Take Goddard over. Receptions, A.J. Brown over under 5.5, Alan Lazard over under 2.5, Brees Hall over under 2.5. I like that one, too. I think the Jets are going to target Brees Hall quite a bit in this game. DeAndre Swift over under 2.5, Dallas Goddard over under 3.5. I like that one, Robbie, for the exact reason that you just said before with Dallas Goddard. Devonta Smith over under 4.5, Garrett Wilson over under 4.5, Kenny Gainwell over under 1.5, Michael Carter over under 1.5, and Tyler Conklin over under 2. I like that one as well. I think they're going to make good use of the tight ends in this game. Rushing and receiving yards combined. A.J. Brown over under 68.5. Alan Lazard over under 34.5. Brees Hall over under 71.5. DeAndre Swift over under 86.5. Dalvin Cook over under 19.5. Devonta Smith over under 52.5. Garrett Wilson over under 53.5. Kenny Gainwell over under 29.5. Michael Carter over over under 15.5. What do you think, Robbie? I would take the over for the combined on Dalvin and rushing because his rushing output is so, his over under is so low. Even though he's not the same guy as he used to be, there's no questioning that. Like, he's just not the same guy. At a certain age, running backs lose it. There's no secret there. I see some positive signs on tape where he's moving a bit better. His vision's a bit better. He's getting used to this offense and this offensive line. And he's just returning to form just a little bit. And the Eagles are a type of defense that guesses a lot, meaning they like to guess what the offense is going to do, run or pass. Every defense does this, but they do it more than most defenses. They do it to the extreme. So I think Dalvin could rip off a couple of decent runs in this game when the Eagles are not expecting it. So and under the radar, where I'm not saying he's going to return to form or BL, Priest Holmes or Ladanian Tomlinson from the 2000s, but Uh, A sneaky play there with Dalvin on the over Defense and special teams Sacks Hassan Reddick over under .75 I really like that one I think he's going to get in there on Max Mitchell at some point Jermaine Johnson over under .25 John Franklin Myers over under .25 Josh Sweat over under .75 Quinton Williams over under .25 Quinton Jefferson over under .25 Total tackles So that means solo tackles and assists 
CJ Mosley over under 9.5, James Bradbury over under 3.5, Jordan Whitehead over under 4.5, Michael Carter the second over under 3.5, Quincy Williams over under 8.5, Quinnen Williams over under 3.5, Reed Blankenship over under 7.5, Sauce Gardner over under 3.5, Tony Adams over under 5.5. Give me Quincy. It's a high number, but the Eagles are going to run a ton of plays. And when I say the Jets defense matches up well and and can do well, it doesn't mean the Eagles aren't going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball to some success. So there will be plenty of plays for the Eagles, RPOs, zone reads, and I think Quincy's going to be all over the place. Kicking props, kicking points overall, Greg Zerline over under 5.5, Jake Elliott over under 7.5, field goals made, Greg Zerline over under 1.5, Jake Elliott over under 1.5, and points after touchdowns made, Greg Zerline over under 1.5, Jake Elliott over under 2.5. If there's ever a lock in anything we're talking about is Elliott field goals over over 1.5. I mean, the Jets defense... They are bend but don't break. Classic bend but don't break. Good red zone D. Schizophrenic in a lot of ways. And I'd be shocked if Elliott doesn't convert or attempt two field goals at least. Anytime touchdown scorers. Jalen Hurts, minus 125. DeAndre Swift, plus 115. A.J. Brown, plus 150. Garrett Wilson, plus 150. Brees Hall, plus 160. Devontae Smith, plus 175 Dallas Goddard plus 215 that's not a bad one Dalvin Cook plus 310 Tyler Conklin plus 320 that one's not bad either Kenny Gainwell plus 320 Alan Lazard plus 380 Zach Wilson plus 550 Randall Cobb plus 650 Eagles defense and special teams plus 650 Jack Stoll plus 900 Xavier Gibson who you just talked about before Robbie he is questionable for this game but he's plus 850 as a special teamer here on a return to get a touchdown. Jets defense and special teams plus 800. Michael Carter plus 900. CJ Ozama plus 1,000. That's not a bad one either at that spread. Rashad Penny plus 1,100. Miko Hardman plus 1,100. Grant Calcaterra plus 1,100. Boston Scott plus 1,300. Jeremy Ruckert plus 1,300. Britton Covey plus 1,300. Jason Brownlee plus 1,700. Israel Abanacanda plus 2,200. Irv Charles plus 1,800, and Nick Bauden plus 2,500. Goddard for Philly and Garrett Wilson for the Jets. Short and sweet, just as they always say about him. Short, sweet, to the point. Robbie Sabo, who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a website that he co-founded. He is, of course, also the leader of the Saboholics. Robbie, thanks so much for coming on for the pregame report to talk about the Jets and the Eagles here, last-minute news and notes, and, of course, going through all the props and the lines and all of that. Really appreciate it. Make sure that you check out everything that Robbie's doing over at Jets X Factor. So much content over there, including my buddy Joe Blewett with his 85-hour film reviews. And, of course, when you sign up, you get an 8x10 signed by somebody that's well-known out in Garfield. We talked about it before, the unofficial mayor. Mr. Wayne Corbett, number 80. And it's not the attract. These pictures are great. Why? Because it has the classic uniforms. If there's one nagging thing of this season that just keeps driving me nuts, are these modern uniforms. Hopefully, Christopher, Woody, uh, I'm looking at you, Woody, do the right thing. This is the last year for these modern uniforms. Go back to the 80s, the throwback starting next season. Thanks, Robbie. And before we go, let's make sure we check in with our buddy Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. He's got his picks from around the NFL. 
try and help you make a few bucks this Sunday. Walter, the floor is yours, my friend. Thanks, Scott. Going to begin with the Jets as usual. They're six and a half point home underdogs uh, to the Eagles this week. Uh, I'm going to like I'm going to be on the Jets this week. I'm going to stick with the trend of the Jets playing well against teams uh, that are you know, quote unquote superior at home. Uh, they beat the Bills in Week One. Uh, they almost beat the Chiefs in Sunday Night Football, and uh, that, that game against the Patriots was pretty close. And that was uh, that was Bill Belichick having Zach Wilson's number, um, and and yet they only lost by five, so that would cover the spread. Now, a lot of people might perceive the Eagles as being one of the best teams in the NFL. Obviously, they're five and zero, but metrics wise, they are worse than the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, their defense is ranked twentieth. Uh, they haven't been able to cover this year. Uh, they have a lot of injuries in the secondary right now. Uh, Jalen Carter is going to be out, uh, so the the Eagles' pressure is going to be a, a weaker than usual. The run defense is going to be weaker than usual. I think the Jets should be able to move the ball. Uh, especially with Brees Hall maybe breaking off a long run. Uh, I think Zach Wilson's going to have more time than expected, even though Elijah Vera Tucker's out. Um, I, I, yeah, I think the Jets are going to keep this close. Um, and by the way, the Eagles have uh, a game coming up against the Dolphins on primetime next week, so they might be looking ahead to that, especially after a win on the West Coast. Uh, so with I, I like three other games that are going to stay in the AFC East. Uh, I like the Patriots a lot, a plus three against the Raiders, uh, which may sound crazy because they've gotten blown out in the past two weeks. But if you look at their schedule, their schedule has been really difficult this year. Uh, they, they played the Eagles, and they they actually outgained the Eagles in week one. Uh, they played the Dolphins pretty closely in week two. It was a seven-point game. Uh, obviously, week three against the Jets. Uh, the Jets' defense, really good. Um, not, not so much offense, but still, they, they played a really good defense there. Same thing occurred in week five with the Saints. Saints have the number three defense in the NFL. And then Dallas in week four. So this is this is by far the, the Patriots' easiest game on the schedule. The Raiders are um, they're 27th in net EPA. Their defense is terrible. I know they won on Monday night, but that was about Jordan Love imploding. Now, Mac Jones could do that as well. But Bill Belichick coming off his worst home loss of his career, also followed by his worst overall loss in his career. I think the Patriots are going to be more focused here. The Raiders on a short week. Um, and, and Bill Belichick has the book on Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh McDaniels. So I think he has all the, all the edges here. I, I, I can't see the Raiders winning by more than three. They haven't scored more, more than 18 points in any game this year. And yet they played against the Broncos and Chargers defenses. Um, th- this team is just dreadful. Uh, they don't deserve to be three point favorites over anyone, including the Patriots. Uh, also like the Colts plus four against the Jaguars. I think this is a, a very tough spot for the Jaguars. Obviously they had that big win against the Bills in London they look very impressive but they stayed stayed in London and I think that's going to hurt them here whereas it helped them last week so their body clocks adjusted to the London time now they're going back uh, four hours westward uh, to play a home game here um, and then after this game they had to play on Thursday night right away against the Saints so I think the Jaguars are, are going to be flat in this game they already beat the Colts earlier this year so I don't know what they have to prove here uh, the Colts are a feisty team uh, with especially Gardner Minshew. He's done a great job. He's one of the best backups in the NFL. I like playing good teams, their backups, and the Colts, like I said, they've been solid. So I, I think they're going to be uh, able to cover the spread. I actually think they're going to win outright. So I would take the money line and maybe even the alternative uh, point spread. Um, so so I, I think this line should not be about three, and we're getting a good deal with the plus four. Um, Finally, I liked Arizona plus seven against the Rams. This game reminds me a lot of two games we saw earlier this year where we had a a team as an underdog fight very hard against a superior opponent and come up short. And then they were favored in the next game by wide margin. Uh, 
those two favorites uh, lost outright. We saw this with Jacksonville. In week two, they played the Chiefs tough, uh, came up a bit short. Then they were big favorites against Houston at home the following week. They lost outright. Then Washington, same thing against the Eagles. They took the overtime. Uh, they lost. Uh, they 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 played. Uh, they played their hearts out, and you know they came up short. And then there were big favorites against Chicago at home. They lost outright. This is the same situation for the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be flat after the Eagles game. It looked like they had a chance to win outright uh, against the Eagles last week. They came up short. They lost by nine. And I think that uh, being a big favorite at home against Arizona is going to hurt them in the spot. Arizona's done very well this year uh, above expectations. Their offense is ranked in the top half uh, in in most metrics, and I think they should be able to move the ball in the Rams. And the Rams' defense is not very good at all. I mean, they have Aaron Donald, but not much else. So uh, Arizona should be able to keep this game close. I think it's going to be a field goal game, so plus seven is a great bargain. So those are the WalzerFootball.com Week 6 picks. Uh, back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter, and thank you for listening. Make sure that you check out everything that Walter and Charlie Campbell have going over at WalterFootball.com. Check out everything happening over at JetsXFactor.com and at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 reviews on our channel right now, so watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. <laughs>